Next stop is the east side mm. Motel. Oh man, that was a great one of the greatest rap songs. Regulate. Regulators. Regulators. Yeah, yeah. fucking regulators. Boom, scat. Boom, 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 boom, scat. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. So, hold on. <laughs> Nah, I'm trying to think real quick. So, <laughs> why you look so puzzled right now? Because I'm trying to think, and my thinking is just like completely thrown off right now. <laughs> I had this thought in my head that. I don't know why it just randomly popped. I think it's the colors in their shirts. Uh huh. I was thinking about reading Rainbow, and when I thought about reading Rainbow, fucking Wesley Snipes popped up, and I was like, "What? Wait, was Wesley Snipes the host of no, fucking he Beat was Rainbow? Not the fucking host of Beat Rainbow? <laughs> so fucking Wesley I forgot Snipes. that nigga's name, but was not Wesley Snipes. <laughs> what the fuck? What the fuck are you trying to say? Wesley Snipes couldn't read? I I want my Wesley Snipes read to my fucking kids. Hey, he gave us white man can't jump. <laughs> Reading Rainbow was LeVar Burton. Yeah, LeVar Burton. He was cool. Yeah, he was cool. The nigga reminded me of Malik Yoba a little bit from <laughs> I can see New that. York Undercover. Fucking wild shit. I don't fucking know. <laughs> a lot of them niggas in the 90s that were like black played in like a lot of other shit before they got starring roles so you never fucking know mm. nah, I was fucking weak bro I was listening back to last week's episode and we literally talked and were laughing for five minutes before we got I know, to the I know, intro I know, I know. shit was fucking hilarious let's, let's go ahead and get into it now hey Something, something, something. All right, something. what's good, everybody? Welcome to the session podcast. I am one half of your hosting squad, Jay, from the great state of Georgia. You already know the vibes. Georgia. And he is. And once again, it's your boy Trey from the VA. Two up, two down. And All you day. already know what it is. All day. <laughs> I feel it. I feel it. I feel it. All right, man. So let's get this thing going. Let's what get it. In the fuck did you do this week? Well, you know, worked. Work was workish again. But uh, another thing that happened uh, that uh, was kind of out of the ordinary, uh, both you and I got the first shot, right? Yeah, Moderna, right? Yeah, we got the Moderna. Yeah, so it was just really, like, we're going to dive deeper into that. But, like, other than that, my week has been very uneventful. It was very quick, though. I will say that. So that was interesting. Quick for you, nigga. I stood in line for 30 minutes. <laughs> like outside before I got in and stand in more lines. Damn. I was it took me 20 minutes to in and out. Nope. Get the whole process done, bro. Might be because I went at the, you know, towards the end of the day. Most yeah. people were getting off work and shit. But yeah, man, that shit took forever to get inside and then I had to stand in more lines. And then the people who were doing like the registration decided to take a break as I got to the fucking front. <laughs> So I had to stand there for like 15 minutes waiting 
on them to eat crackers and drink water and shit. You know, I think that's so fucked up. Like, I get it that people need breaks. Yeah, but don't give it to all of them at the same fucking <laughs> right. time. Right, especially when you see there's a line. Long-ass line. Like, it was tons of people in that fucking line. I'm like, man, COVID is having a fucking field day up in here right now. <laughs> it's like, you don't have it inside you yet, nigga. Right. I'm going to get your ass before you get this shot. Oh, you know I had to give you a hard time, though, right? Because you know what happened today, uh, what, four years ago? <laughs> 28-3, right? <laughs> yeah, man. Never forget. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking facts. Fucking facts. And now he left us for a new team. Yeah, yeah he did. Now we're going to watch this nigga. He's going Sunday. He's going to be playing against... Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs. Yes, sir. Things about to be a two beat. With the Chiefs. I'm about to say. On this bad boy, that defense looks amazing. Especially as they play like they did last week. Yeah, but it's gonna be. It's gonna be a good. I think it's gonna be a good game. Yeah, I th- do think it's gonna be. I'm, I'm gonna say. Let's see. I'm gonna say 24-27. Oh, nah, this is the Super Bowl. They are gonna score more points than that. Nah, nah I say 24-27, bro. Nah, I'm going. Last minute field goal. 42-35. Last last minute, Pat gonna lead him down the field and put one on him with two minutes left. Mm. I can see it. I wouldn't be mad at it though. I can see it. But I think it's gonna be a three point game, not a touchdown. It's Pat Mahomes we're talking about. I know, but that man don't that man don't do field goals. Nah, the thing that's gonna what if, what if it was like that whole disappointment of a Super Bowl? What was it a couple years ago with the Rams and the Patriots? It was like 13-9. Oh, shit. Yeah. I mean, it's two really good defenses, so, I mean, it could be a very defensive game. Yeah. Not what I want to see, though. I want to see a lot of fucking points. Yeah, me too. All right. So, other than getting a shot, I didn't do shit this week, but work, school work, and sleep. Yeah. This week was pretty boring. Yeah. Had a good ass. It ended the right way, though, with that announcement through the school district. <laughs> yeah, man. Even though I feel like that's a catch. It's always a catch with everything. Yeah, man. But leading into that, after we just jumped off the shots, we have some breaking news from Oregon. So if you remember from some of our earlier pods, we were talking about the state of Oregon mm-hmm. decriminalizing all drugs. Everything. Yeah, all drugs. Crack, coke meth anything you can think of you can do that shit in Oregon bath salts yeah legal (laughs) so um one thing that I do want to apply Oregon for though is they have decided that now instead of incarcerating uh addicts and people who they're uh finding with drug addiction they decided that they're going to start sending them to actual rehab instead of prison uh, let's give a round of applause for that. I'm about to say, that's so dope because um, a lot of these people, like, yeah, I get it that it's illegal, but, like, I don't I don't believe that, like, just being on drugs is a worthy enough thing to be put in prison for. Now, if you're like, you know, like, you know, killing niggas over it, yeah, that's one thing. But, like, come on, dude. Like, so, like, actually trying to get them help that they need and put them back out in the community... As successful citizens, that's that's a very smart move, man. It is, man. You're going to save a lot of lives by doing stuff like that. And while we're on that topic, um, 
I'm not sure if you saw, but uh, in Virginia, the two different bills have passed for them um, to legalize marijuana here. Mm. Um, when did that happen? I missed that. I believe it was today. Oh, shit. So um, right now they're writing up, you know, the framework of the final bill to send to Governor Northam, who has been an advocate for legalizing marijuana. So in due time, you will be able to come to Virginia, the state for lovers, and get blasted out of your mind. All I know is that that nigga better do right after that announcement he tried doing today. Been rooting for this nigga the whole time, and he's like, I recommend school goes longer. Yeah, they're trying to push school into the summer. Not summer school, but make the school year longer. But there's so many complications with that. Because if you push the school year into the summer, teachers don't get paid for the summer. That's the that's the one issue. That's the common misconception people get wrong. People assume that because we receive checks during the summer that we're getting summer pay. That's not the case. What they do is from August, for those of us who get paid in August, from August all the way to June, they pull money out of your check. Mm-hmm. And then in the summer, they give you that money back. So it's kind of like um, you're giving, it's, it's kind of like a, a savings account. They're saving all that money up for you. So that way, when the summer comes around, you'll have money available. We're not paid for those days during the summertime. Not at all. So if he's going to extend the school year, he's going to have to extend pay. No one should be expected to work for free. And I'm just worried that it's going to make things worse before make things better because we're struggling to get the kids to come to class as is. Yeah, but and now you're going to have these niggas come in during the summer? Yeah, but you know what it is. It's one of those things that it, it sounds nice, so people say it because it sounds good. Mm-hmm. And they know them kids ain't coming to that school during the goddamn summer. Exactly. All right, moving along. Let's get into Jeff Bezos. Just stepped down. World's richest man, right? Right. Billionaire. Yeah. Decided he going to step down. Um, No specifics on why he's stepping down. And right as we said, an Amazon commercial comes up. <laughs> They're listening. <laughs> no specific reason why he's stepping down at the moment. Um, we're going to follow this closely because I think this is something that's going to have um, multiple uh, uh, effects on a lot of different things uh, happening with uh, him stepping down, you know, depending on the reason. It could be a negative thing or it could just be shit. I have made a whole lot of fucking money. I'm tired. I'm just I'm just done. Nah, that, does, that doesn't sound like his M.O. Like, I feel like it's some type of scandal. So, like. We don't know. We'll and see. I, I don't want you know, I don't want to put it on him, put that on him and then <laughs> I'm just saying, I don't want to put that on him and then, you know, that's not the case at all, you know? Right. Like, we, we don't know, we gotta see. But think about how much money you have to have to give your wife half and still be the richest man in the world. God damn. It's fucking crazy. And most of you people who talk shit about the woman getting half, she deserved that fucking half. <laughs> she, from what I uh, read, she wrote the fucking business plan say, yeah. for that shit. So, you goddamn right. She deserved every fucking penny that she got. Next up, we have uh, rapper Silento. Mr. Watch, watch Me, me Whip. Watch Me Nene. Watch Me Nene. 
They about to whip they about his to ass, wear and his his ass out in prison with that shit, boy. They about to whip his ass and call him Nay Nay. Nah, not bitch. at all. They gonna have his ass in there dancing. That's what they gonna be doing. Silent out. Do that fucking Silent dance again. Do it again, boy. Right. Do that dance again, nigga. So, <laughs> made me think of that family guy kind of right. like, my milkshakes break up. <laughs> Apparently, your boy Salento uh, went off the, the deep end and, and murdered his cousin um, in DeKalb County, Georgia. Uh, I'm a little concerned for the dude, man. Um, he killed him on, I think it was January 21st, mm-hmm. two days before the rapper's 23rd birthday. You gotta be a cold motherfucker to kill a nigga right before your birthday, let alone your cousin. Kill you on your birthday, take your cake, and fuck your lady too. Shit. <laughs> Gucci, man. <laughs> so this is unreal. All right, so it's interesting because... Um, I know he's been dealing with a lot of shit, dealing with depression. Mm-hmm. There's been talks of him uh, attempting to harm himself. Um, but on top of that, he was trending on Twitter just like a month and a half ago. Apparently, some video was released of him showing his butthole. And he was playing around <laughs> with it. And it leaked to Twitter. And he was trending for that shit. So, I don't know what's going on with this dude, man. But I really hope he gets the help that he needs, man. He... he he may have some things going on right. that we don't know about. And um, rest in peace to, um, I want to I make sure that I say his name, uh, Frederick Rooks. Uh, rest in peace to Frederick right. Rooks. Um, praying for your family, man. Hope everything, um, hope everything is taken care of for your family. Uh, not sure if he had kids or anything, but uh, I hope that they're doing well. I hope that that everyone is staying prayed up right. during this time, man. Right, because, you know, um, we might joke about a lot of things out here, but, like, the loss of life ain't something to joke about. Not so, at all. Uh, our condolences to that family as they go through that trying time, man. Man, so... <sighs> man, this... Nah, this news... I'm actually excited about this, man, because, like... It's so relaxed. Like, first of all, what, Biden's been president, what, for two weeks now? Something like that? And first of all, the fact that it's it's just, like, normal again. It's so nice. But the fact that we're actually getting stuff done. Like, we are. Quickly, too. Yeah, getting it done really quickly. Like, they just passed the the budget so that things can go over well for the uh, stimulus package that Biden's trying to push. And, man... I'll tell you one thing, the tax return plus what we just got through the school district plus another STEMI? Yeah, man. Ah, Imagine that. Nice. The government actually helping people out when the people say they need help. Right. Sounds like a foreign concept. It's, it's, a, it's a shame that it's like that, though. Like, And, like, it's, this is stuff that could have been getting done even with the last administration. But they were just so fucking worried about dick measuring all the fucking time that they didn't get nothing done. Yeah, man. Like I said, um, and then you know they're talking about the um, talking about the student loan relief package that they're working on too. Fifty thousand, man, that's gonna help so many people. Bro, I'm still gonna have like about twenty thousand dollars of debt after that. Yeah, but that's manageable, man. (laughs) I can do that. That's manageable. But I also think about not only the people who, you know, um, 
graduated with their bachelor's degree, but I think about how many people I know who did not go on to get their master's or their doctorate because they you know, didn't want to keep them up. Yeah, that. you know, they couldn't afford to. Right. Or I think about those friends, and I know everyone who's been to college can probably relate. I think about those friends who did a year or two and then had to go home because of unforeseen circumstances. But you know, those student loans don't go away not at just all. because you had to go home and take care of your family. So you know, the fact that they didn't finish with that degree, but now they won't have those loans will be awesome, man. Right. Um, I, I think that's a that's a major move right there. Let's keep it going, guys. Yeah, Let's man. keep it going. And, and this is just, like we said, this is only the first two weeks. We still right. got a lot more time with this, man. Oh, yeah. Don't get me started on the immigration stuff being passed Shit. or the equal rights things being passed for transgender um, transgender people or in... Oh, excuse me. Mm-hmm. Excuse me. Yeah, um, a lot of good shit's getting passed during yeah, this time. Yeah, man. I, I, I just hope it keeps going. I really hope it keeps going. I'm, I'm very proud of the direction that we're moving in. Not to mention, it was just nice to see uh, Kamala be the tiebreak because. <laughs> oh, Republicans are hot. They oh, yeah. They are man. hot because, you know, it, it's, it's essentially, for the most part, with most things, not all things, it don't matter what they think, Mm-mm. you know? They're, they're in a position it's to like where. It's like the rock is there. It's like, yeah. Mary don't care what you like. All right, you know, because Biden had that meeting with them, but even after the meeting, he was like, yeah, whatever, motherfucker. I ain't trying to hear that shit. Right. This shit is non-negotiable. This is what we're doing. So, like I said, keep it up. I would love to see more <laughs> things with foreign policy um, being worked upon. Um, I saw that he started taking steps to getting those kids out of those cages yeah, man. that everybody magically forgot about. And um, he's <laughs> trying to reunite them with their families. Um, they're supposed to be doing work to try to find uh, the parents of those kids that were left in those cages. And that needs to happen. Because, yeah, man. Like, it's been what that happened like almost a year and a half ago now man. Mm-hmm. it's just like they've been away from their families that long that's messed up i right. know i would go crazy so i'm gonna do some research on that this week and um we're gonna talk a little bit more about that in depth because i feel like that's a major issue that needs to be right. brought to the table and um there was a, a rioter from the Capitol riot uh one of the women who were accused in that whole thing, Jenny uh, Louise Cud, uh, sorry, requested the court's <laughs> blessing to travel to Riviera Maya, Mexico, for three day, uh, four days, for a work-related bonding retreat with her employees and their spouses. So essentially, she wanted to go on vacation to Riviera Maya, Texas. I mean, uh, Mexico. And get this, the court actually said cool. <laughs> but you can't leave the state. That, I, that that baffles me. It must be so fucking great to have privilege, man. It gotta be, because, I, I man, I can't tell you how many homeboys I have right now in Georgia that want to come to Virginia and visit, but can't because they can't leave the state. I know niggas who can't even leave their house right now. Right. And she going to Mexico? Right. So this is what's crazy to me about her being allowed to go to Mexico. What if she just don't come back? Right, that's one thing. And then like, aren't they all on a not the no-fly list? Yep. So it's just like, okay, where are you gonna draw the line? I don't know, man. I don't know. This is the ultimate form of privilege that I've seen, dude. I, I mean, I, I I don't know. Like, it's one of those situations where you want to be mad, but you just can't because 
if you allow yourself to get mad over it, mm-hmm. you be mad every fucking day at all the ridiculous shit. And another reason why I don't get mad about it is because like this has become the normal. It's, it's just like okay, yeah, we just. It's, I just know that we're gonna get screwed over. Yeah, that's a fact. It sucks, but damn, it's just um, like <laughs> where do you draw the fucking line, man? Yeah, I, I, <clears throat> I don't know, man. I, I just. It's interesting to see stuff like that, and then the the um I, I forgot to put it on the thing, but we do need to talk about it. The nine-year-old black girl who was handcuffed and pe- uh, pepper sprayed by the police. Mm, you didn't hear, hear about that? No. Yeah, it's crazy. A lot of people haven't heard about it or aren't talking about it because the press and the media are not talking about it, which which I don't understand. Um, it, it, it doesn't make sense because apparently she was detained by the police in Rochester, New York. Mm-hmm. And, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, they're saying that, uh, oh, um, essentially they came, they came out, the girl was there, they put her in handcuffs. They handcuffed the girl, hear me, mm-hmm. they handcuffed a nine year old girl crazy and then they pepper spray man that's just sick like you mean to tell me that a grown man couldn't control a nine-year-old child to the point where he felt threatened enough that he had to pepper spray her it's fucking crazy there's no a way a grown-ass right. man Trey. Right. i'm about to say a grown-ass man <clears throat> two, what two grown-ass men i believe and that makes it even worse. Fucking sick, man. Like, if you had me detained, why do you need to spray my eyes? And it's just crazy, man, because, like, even, like, if, and the bad part is, if, if as a person of color, if we were to do something else to contribute to the situation, the narrative changes. Like, something happened to me at work last week where basically a customer comes in because there's two black people working behind the register and they're not used to it in that store had somebody come up like and he was like y'all look so serious i thought i was gonna have to go grab my gun because i saw y'all behind the register I'm like what the fuck that's dude i've served you before right you know who i am so like like but if i were to walk up into a store and say something like that i would get arrested or if i would have retaliated after he said something like that the narrative would have changed to angry black man goes off on white customer and like we gotta we gotta address and one one of the things that's even more sickening about this and this is why um when uh when our white when our white friends and our white just fellow citizens ask us what can they do to help speak up during the moment because like you see this like like even with that cop man like most every cop has a partner so somewhere in your mind you should have been while you're watching your homeboy do this you're like this ain't right and you say something that's why we don't we never take these half-assed apologies and these public statements that end up happening after the fact it's like yeah it's very easy to acknowledge where you went wrong and see where you went wrong after everything but like come on now dude it's fucking ridiculous yeah we gotta do better people um I will be posting a link to the article um so that way more people can follow it and hopefully, you know, we can uh, 
we can get a little bit more attention, you know, on this whole this whole situation. It's just really hard to talk about, man. I, you know, I have a son myself. I couldn't imagine, you know, seeing something like this, and especially after the whole thing with you know Tamir Rice. It just right. I think it would make people think twice, you know, before you. You'd be very aggressive with what was going on. I couldn't even watch the video, man. I can't watch the video. Right. I I don't and I don't like I don't watching have stuff like that. I can't. I don't have any. It's not good enough. It's not good for my mental, man. Yeah. All right. Well, um, we're praying for you guys. We're praying for uh, the family. Um, I really hope that you guys take these people to court for all that they have. Right, man. I swear. I hope you get every dime out of them. And although I know that that will not heal um, what you guys went through, you definitely deserve it. It's a start. Right. No child deserves to grow up with that type of trauma. So, like, do what y'all need to do to not only get help for your daughter, but to also uh, get um, reconciliation for this situation. Definitely. All right, with that, guys, we're going to go ahead into the break. Yeah, stick around. We got a kind of a lighthearted subject that might bring some laughs. So, like, uh, stick around. And we back. And what we going to do right here is go back. Way back. Back in the time. And revisit our high school days, man. Like, you know, have you ever just really, like, you know, a lot of us are getting to the age where we're getting to those milestone, like, high school reunion. Like, I know this year makes 10 years since I graduated from high school. I know a lot of people out there are in that 10, 15 year range, which got me to thinking because I've been reconnecting with a lot of my um, high school friends while we were trying to plan a a high school reunion or whatever, right? And got me thinking like, like it made me look at what are some of those, like, you know, those people who were really popular in high school what are they doing now? Because, you, you know, for a certain point, you hold people to a certain standard. It's like, oh, yo, insert person's name here is doing this. So I know they're going to be successful. So I'm like, I wonder, are the people who we thought were going to be successful, successful now? And on the flip side, some people that you would never thought would have been like doing the damn thing out here flourishing, you know? Yeah. So like. I wanted to ask you, like, um, what are some what are some people like? Are the those those popular people still that popular person now, or are they kind of falling off to the wayside? Um, it's it's a little weird with my high school. We didn't really have like popular popular people. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, because we all kind of knew each other. Jonesboro's not big, so you know, we all went to well, they all went to middle school together. I went to school in Riverdale so I didn't go to school with them but when we got to high school you know it, it everyone kind of knew each other because it was it was small but you know you, you had your guys who I would say were just more like uh, a part of everything you know mm-hmm. um, one guy in particular you know I'm not gonna say his name he uh, I mean senior class president um, leader of almost any club that you could freaking imagine <laughs> and he graduated and went to college and in that first year of college you know he struck out in college man 
stayed down there another three years and came back home because he was too embarrassed to come home and you know let people know that right. you know he didn't finish so when he came back um i came back and when i came back i was at applebee's one night and i saw him there you know sitting there eating so you know i said to him i was like okay you know i knew he he was going for business mm -hmm. so when i seen him i was like okay you went for business now you what like the you know general manager here you know that's that's dope you know he's like nah i'm not not really the, the manager you know so i'm like what so you're a manager in training you know he's like nah not not really that either you know i'm like so you know what are you doing he's just like i just i just work here and i remember thinking to myself i'm like damn this nigga really fell like a long way you know right. Makes you think of that that quote 50 Cent had where he was like, damn, homie. In high school, you was the man, homie. What the fuck happened to you? Like, <laughs> shit just be sad, man. I remember specifically, um, it's interesting because uh, when I decided to go to Livingstone, I remember <laughs> a lot of people, you know, saying, man, why would you go there? Why would you go there? You know, why would you go there? Why would you leave Georgia? Why would you go there? Don't make sense to go there. You go to school here in Georgia. And... There was one girl in particular, I'll never forget this shit. She was like, you going off to this school or whatever, and it's all the way up there. You could have went to school um, down here. You making a big mistake. And uh, I'll just say she didn't even last, what? She didn't even last two months in college. Damn. Almost back at the crib. I, know, I always think of that story, man. And I don't say that to shame her. I just say that, you know, just to answer the question that you asked. Right. Nah, man, like with my high school, man, we I had that stereotypical high school you saw in um, like your your teenage sitcoms and shit where like you literally that tier system was real. Like the athletes were this one group. You had the you had the uh, the mean girl type girls. You had the cheerleaders. You had the um, the music and the people involved with the arts you had the really weird nerdy people that would sit together that were kind of weird you know like bust out the Yu-Gi-Oh cards at lunch type weird oh wow um you also had the um the people who looked like they lived in Hot Topic like and then like especially with me the high school I went to at Monacan High School um was a majority white school when I went there like nowadays it's kind of fairly mixed now, but like when I'm, when I went there, you, it was a handful of black people. <laughs> so it's just crazy because like you know, I dealt with those like those Jessicas and those Ashleys, like that really thought they were like very popular. And now it's so fucking crazy because like, um, and this this one th I don't mind saying this because I've like Kia and I've talked about this. It's so funny planning this this high school reunion because like people who would have never even like held me to a standard of popularity like I was not that person that stuck out to anybody and now all of a sudden now that I'm out here flourishing in my life and then I've also had my little glow up past high school people are like yo you like yo what's going on meanwhile these people that I always used to think were like these top tier people mm. aren't aren't doing shit and i'm not saying that like all of them are like that but like a good portion of them is like yo like even for example one of the people who were voted to be most pop, pop, like most successful 
that like they've dropped off the face of the earth like i don't even think they finished college it's just like yo and it's just kind of um interesting to see how life changes man but like it got me thinking about some things that um it's just so like I, I i thank god for the time i came up in because there's some things that like we didn't have to face with because either it wasn't easily accessible to us or just times have changed so like just seeing like man i can't even imagine being in school right now man like could you imagine what it would be like how do you think you would have been ha- able to handle it if something like that would have happened to us while we were in high school where we had to go completely virtual for like a year I mean I don't know I think I know for me it it would have been what I preferred I say that because even in undergrad and even now you know with my masters I'm I'm more of a just just give me the work and just let me do it like I don't I don't need you to walk me through it unless I ask you to I don't need busy work just put the work up and let me do it you know so Mm -hmm. that's why i say i I think that would have been something that i would have been more inclined to to probably make better grades with whereas at school you know it was a lot of just sitting through fluff and sitting here listening to them talk about things that don't even pertain to you know what we're supposed to be learning or watching them put their spin on it and it's just like nah you can just just give me the information (laughs) i can handle it myself Nah, I'm not even gonna hold you. Like, as much as I complain about it being a teacher, I would probably be that student that completes all the work asynchronously and never show up to the Zoom class. Because, like, unless it's like my band class, like those classes I really like, I would show up to. But like, if I if I would have had the luxury of like the kids, like as long as I've shown I've logged into Canvas, I get marked as present, nigga. <laughs> I would have never been in the Zoom class, bro. That's fucking wild. The bar's really low right now, man. Right. And, like, hopefully some things will change, especially with a lot of areas moving to go back into that in-person setting within the next few uh, weeks to, the like, the next month. Right. So it should be interesting to see what's going to happen. Um, I have my concerns. It's just, like, it feels like they care more so about the... Um, they care more so about how the school district or the individual school looks opposed to the, the kids actually learning stuff. And that makes me kind of concerned. Yeah, it's going to be interesting, right? Um, I said, I'm just waiting to see how, how they roll this shit out to us because I'm pretty sure next week is going to be an overload of information. Right. And I feel like what bothers me is that they already have a plan. They're acting like they have a plan right now. And I feel like they're about to drop the information on everybody at the same time. Opposed to, like, you should have let us know what's going on right now. So we can go ahead and start prepping. Because if they really are talking about having us go back early March, that's like two, three weeks from now. Yeah. That's why <laughs> we got to start planning. And I know we got a faculty meeting on Monday, so I know... Knowing my principal, he's going to get that information out, you know, as quick as possible. He's real good with that. So, we're going to see, man. We're going to see. Um, All right. So, next thing we wanted to get into, continuing the the segment we started, uh, I think it was last week. Yeah, last week. 
What is the wildest shit you've ever seen in high school? The wildest shit I've seen in high school. I so like I said, I grew up in a white school. So like when fights happened, they were a big deal because like they never really happened a lot, right? Mm-hmm. Nigga, when I tell you there was a brawl, like literal brawl, like we had they had to shut down school early type deal because of how bad it got. And looking back on it, especially as an educator now, it's safe to say that the adults of the situation did not handle it correctly at all whatsoever. So here we are um, before like we like our school day started like at um, around like the same time as our kids down here do 720 and we got out at two o'clock on a dot. And so um, the school will open up to us at 630 because we did breakfast, all that shit. And the uh, students would be allowed to just chill in the uh, common area until um, 7 o'clock, where if you needed to get tutoring or something, you had between 7 and 7.20 to go work with a teacher. So um, we had two cafeterias. We had the, the, um, the uh, senior commons and then the underclassmen commons. And so the senior commons was the big one where, like, whenever we had school dances and shit, that's where it would be. And... Um, although we weren't, um, although we weren't like an inner city school, we still had those people who claimed a gangbang, right? Mm-hmm. And, um, we had this gang called the Latin Kings in Richmond, right? And it, it, judging by the name, it had a bunch of the Hispanic, uh, students in it. And I don't care what anybody say, like, those group of kids stuck together. You always knew the people who stuck together. And this one person um, was beefing with this dude, with this racist white dude on the football team. Uh-huh. And and like he just had enough. He bought a, a, a butcher's like a butcher's like a cleave to school and went after this nigga. Right? Security guard caught it. I uh, got kind of slashed on my arm a little bit, but nothing like serious. And so um, some of the, uh, <laughs> I'm gonna call them proud boy juniors, started backing up the white dude and jumping, literally jumping this Hispanic dude, right? Huh. And so, um, so then the rest of the Hispanic kids start fighting, right? So they break it up, and one of the other black guys on the football team went over to him and was like, yo, dog, chill, chill out. Like, it's not that serious. We got a game Friday. And a white dude was like, shut the fuck up, you nigger. And so <laughs> then the black people got involved. And, like, there was all these fights that were breaking out in the cafeteria. And, like, the administration wasn't handling it well. Um, and you know how people are, like, if chaos is going on, no shit could really pop off and you just want to be like, oh, I want to be fighting too. These two black girls start fighting and this gay teacher, uh, black dude, uh, was like holding up the girl's weave, like, like showing that, like, and it was just like, come on, dude, we're trying to get control of the situation and this is happening. And while all this shit is happening, Jay, I kid you not, there was also a bird in the school. So you had security breaking up the fights, 
admin trying to control the situation while the custodians are trying to get a bird out the fucking building. Fucking terrible. And meanwhile, all the band kids are hanging out on the band hallway, looking like just looking into the comments because like the wing breaks off into the music hall. And we were just looking like we don't want to be close because we don't want to be caught up in the situation. But dog, they had to shut down school early because of that, man. And that was the fucking, like the fucking craziest fight I've seen in life. <laughs> and it just happened to happen in high school. Fucking wild. Right. <laughs> I don't know. My school was known for having fucking scandals. Um, there was the senior prank of 05, which was fucking nuts. <laughs> they spray painted the fucking school and then um, dug up the baseball field and lit it on fire. Why? It was the same prank. And then they found out who those guys were and they all lost their college scholarships. They were like football players, swimmers, wrestlers. Mm. And then there was the time our dance team was on the Tyra Banks show for dancing too sexually. Wait, what? Yeah, man. That shit was all over the news, national news and everything. I think I remember that. That was your high school? My high school. And then um, there was a time this kid sprayed pepper spray in the fucking air like an idiot. Yo, we had a kid that did that shit too. That shit's not funny. Nah, that shit was terrible. They had to to take us all out or whatever. And then we came back in and someone did it again. So um, it was that. And then uh, the big one for... uh, Band. We essentially had a teacher that a lot of the kids didn't like because we got a new t- <laughs> new band teacher our senior year. Mm-hmm. And I'll never forget um, for the senior prank, there was like two white kids in the band at that point. They came up with this idea because a lot of people didn't like the band record. I didn't have no beef with him. He was a cool dude just trying mm-hmm. to ride out into retirement. So what they did was they went down to the locker room because the locker rooms were like underneath the band hall. Right. They go down to the locker rooms and took a shit in a brown paper bag. They brought the shits upstairs into the band room and they hid some of the shits in his desk and they hid some of the shit in the main band room. <laughs> so this was on a Friday. Y'all fucking crazy. Man, it was wild. It was on a Friday and Niggas came back on Monday. It smelled horrible in that fucking room. <laughs> and didn't even let people go in the damn room man, until uh, custodians got in there and found it or whatever, and they had to handle it. Yeah, I have mad respect for school custodians. Man, what? The shit that they had to shit. deal with in a school building is fucking disgusting. Yeah. Oh, that now I can't talk about that. The wildest shit that I, I've ever witnessed. I mm-hmm. remember uh, freshman year, man. Um, I didn't see the kid do it, but apparently this kid came into the building and threw a duffel bag under both of the stairwells. And then someone called in a bomb threat. This what was at fuck? like nine in the morning. Might've even been earlier now. I think it was like eight, cause it was stupid early. So they take us outside, they put us on the baseball field. And all of my people from 
from Jonesboro High School were probably like, oh, I remember that shit. <laughs> we sat out on that fucking baseball field from 8.30 in the morning to 3.30 in the afternoon. <laughs> helicopters flying over the top of us. News helicopters flying over the top of us. What the fuck? Reporters standing out in front of the school. Like, and we was out there all goddamn day just sitting. And of course, you got to remember, we were in Georgia, so it's hot as shit. And you have all of these high school kids on a baseball field. Just trying to keep them, you know, somewhat organized. Mm -hmm. So then, I would say about noon, some people's, like, parents started coming to get them. So, you know, I'm I'm trying to get my mom to come get My mom was like, I'm not picking your ass up. You better fucking stay there until the fucking bus come. And I remember all I thought was... They're literally saying it's a bomb here. And my mom <laughs> won't come pick me the fuck up. Like, what the fuck? It's so <laughs> fucked up. But yeah, man, that's some of the wildest shit that I ever saw in high school. High school was fucking wild, man. Jonesboro was a wild-ass place. I'm not going to lie. There's some aspects of high school that, because, like, I had an opportunity to, like, like I said, I've been talking with a lot of my high school classmates. And we were just sharing some stories. And I was like, yo. There were some moments that were just really cool in high school that I wouldn't mind reliving. But majority of that shit is for the birds. I'm not even going to hold you. I'm good on all of that shit. Right. All right, brother. I think that's about all I got, man. Yeah, man. Um, we're going to shout out our black company. And, uh, man, big props, big shout outs to my frat brother, Mike Gertie Jr., man. Um, as you know, uh, we've been trying to get the pod going and we were trying to figure out some interesting things to do. And he, he, uh, does a lot of artwork and, um, actually he's the one that designed my marching bands, uh, logo that we have on our t-shirt. Really dope guy. Um, really easy to talk to really cool people. And he, um, has a company. Um, it started off as designs by Gertie, but then it transitioned into what he has now. It's called Drawn to the Game. We're gonna tag them um, when we post the pod this week. But uh, what he basically does is in his style, it's kind of like an anime style for lack of better words, where he'll draw uh, different characters. Uh, like he does a lot of the, f- the sports teams, like he on like, Super Bowl Sundays and like NFC Championship, AFC, all those big games, he'll draw like the star player from the, each team and like who you got to the point where some of his work's been shared by some of the athletes that he um, that he's drawn. Really dope guy. And he um, did some artwork for us in the pod, man. So uh, you can hopefully be seeing that more often with um, when it comes to us posting our stuff might even be our new artwork for the pod period so like really dope so shout out to uh you mike thank you again man we known each other our whole each other lives man so like appreciate you um his company again is drawn to the game so uh follow him on instagram support this man man he's dope <laughs> um i want to give a shout out to my freshman brother gregory greg this is the actual real name Gregory Greg Greg. is his last name? Yep. And his first name is Gregory? Yes, sir. Gregory Greg. Um, It's my freshman brother at Livingstone. We marched together. 
Um, I want to give a shout out to him uh, for my um, black business. I've been supporting him for the past two years. Greg uh, was heavily into anime. He developed his own anime series. Um, he has two comic books out currently oh, mm-hmm. titled Keys to Zodia. Um, really good. Um, black anime. Uh, I believe the third one is coming soon. I'm definitely looking forward to it. Someone I hope to uh, that we could have on the show yeah, one day. Um, so I want to shout, shout him out, Gregory Greg. Once again, if you look up Keys to Zodia, I believe you could just Google it and you'll see it. Um, purchase that comic book. Well, it's two. Purchase both comic books. Um, I believe they only go for like 10 bucks. That's not bad. Um, you know, representation is very important, especially in anime. Uh, it's rare you see a lot of black anime, so. Right. Yeah, that's dope, man. We got to check them out. Definitely. All right, y'all. Um, that's about all we got this week. We'll get back at you guys later. Happy Valentine's Day. Hope you guys got some some really good plans this oh, week man, for your significant so other. Excited, man. <laughs> yeah, man. But yeah, man. So until next time, y'all, y'all know what it is. Peace and chicken grease. I hope y'all stay up. Wear your mask, wash your hands, stay out of drama. Peace out. <laughs>